Hello and happy full moon. We have a lot going on this full moon, huh? This whole week is full of so much energy. If you have taken a second to look down um, at all of the weekly predictions, we are about to go over the tarot reading. But first, I wanted to talk about what all these planets are doing this week because the energy is a little wild this week. Um, For starters, on the 23rd, and if you hear any like shuffling around or anything, I have taken notes from where I have gone through all of my studies and my books and um, also, you know, like sat with my ancestors and vibed and like got their spiritual messages and stuff. So this is the astrology of the week. And then we're going to talk about our tarot cards for the week because they really go hand in hand here. But little quick breakdown. We have got some stuff going on. So Saturn, for starters, went metro metrograde, retrograde <laughs> on May 23rd. And it's retrograde into Aquarius. So Saturn has generally got that like... Oh, and I'm sorry. If you hear any crazy noises in the background, I'm sitting outside. It's a little breezy, but um, the ducks are with me. So you might hear the ducks make a little noise, quack quacking and scurrying their little feet around and stuff. But anyway, so Saturn has got that like father figure, like father authority kind of vibe with it. Um, Saturn is generally about like rules, commitments, restrictions, boundaries, regulations, about like the structure of things. This can be the structure of your life, the structure of society, etc. Um, with it going into Aquarius, Aquarius is like a very revolutionary sign. Aquarius likes to take it, it likes to revolutionize things. So it likes to like breathe new life into situations, into patterns, ideas, just likes to take out with the old in with the new, you know. Um, so why Aquarius has kind of got like that fun kooky vibe. They're a little weird and different. But anyways, so Saturn can like really help us grow and mature. But when it goes into retrograde, retrograde a lot of times this is a time for like um karmic balancing so what I mean is is like if you've had a lot of bad behavior it might go ahead and punish you but on the other end if you've been working really hard you could possibly be rewarded during this time that's the kind of thing that goes on during Saturn retrograde but I more so feel like, and I have been like really looking at other astrologers as well and other readers and seeing, and we're all like feeling the same vibe here. It feels more like Saturn wants you to like, and then the eclipse, we're going to get into it, but it has the same kind of vibe. It more so wants you to like look into your patterns, look into your lifestyle and figure out like what needs to go. Like what is no longer serving you in your life? Like what are some things you need to do out with? What would be, and I, I know that sounds a little confusing maybe, but it probably, and no, I guess it doesn't make, it makes sense. It's not that confusing. I'm overthinking that, but anyway, so that's how Saturn is. It's like trying to change rules, regulations, restrictions, commitments, boundaries. So you might see a lot of, um, 
stuff going on in that area. I know I have, but it's a little personal. Um, anyways, let's talk about this lunar eclipse we had this morning. So I don't know about y'all, but before an eclipse especially, I always feel like a big... Like, so much energy is just built up. It feels like a huge ball of energy is just built and built and built and um, ready to release. And then once um, the eclipse finally comes, I feel like all of that pressure is finally just, whew. So I think that's what was going on because I have tried to record this recording seriously. No lie. This is like the sixth time I have tried to record it. I even tried to just go ahead and post the um, tarot reading without the recording. Couldn't do that either. I tried posting it and it just kept logging out. So you know what? Today's going to be better because we have finally had the eclipse. It was this morning at 714 and the energy is just kind of soothing out now for me. I can tell that I feel like for the last few days, it's been like getting to the climax, getting to the peak. And then this morning we had the eclipse. That was at like 7.14, 7.13. So, you know, pretty early this morning. And it just finally was like, poof, pop. Now the energy is chilling back out. And it feels real nice. But um, anyways, let's talk about the lunar eclipse. So a full, moon, a full lunar eclipse is called a blood moon. That's why it's called a blood moon. It didn't necessarily have to be red. It would have still been called that. But we did have a red. So that was cool. But, um. So, this is called a time of great change. So, in the medieval times, astrologers took special note on, well, not just the medieval times, but that's, like, really when we first started seeing them document about it. There was always, like, natural disasters or big social events and things right on lunar eclipses. So they're times of major change. Um, they're big energy. I like to think of it almost as like a hurricane coming through because, you know, storm energy is kind of chaotic and wild because you don't know where the lightning's going to strike or how fast the wind's going to blow. And it just feels like so much energy bundled up into one. But the rain also cleanses out all the dirt and grime that was left over, all that negative. It so I really, really love storms for cleansing out negative energy. That's one of my favorite times, actually. Um, just go sit in the rain even a little. But I like to think of a lunar eclipse as like a hurricane. It's like that rock and roll kind of energy. It's like hard and strong and ready to go. It's going to shake it up. Um, but it normally is affecting like, it's the moon. So it's going to affect things like your relationship, your lifestyle, your routines, it can even affect, like, your career. Um, during the lunar eclipse, it's really, you really, not even during the lunar eclipse, but today, I would say, when it comes to magical choices, I know that sounds odd, but, like, spell work and stuff, I wouldn't do it. Today, I would just take the day off, just relax, rest, recharge, um... <laughs> Maybe you hear my son in the background. He said, bye-bye. That's right. Let, let that energy go bye-bye. But yeah, um, the lunar eclipse wants you to go through things that no longer serve you and let it be released. This lunar eclipse is going to be a lot about release. And um, 
that's a good thing. So especially in combat with the Saturn energy we were just talking about, definitely right now, this week, look at your habits, look at your lifestyle, your friends, everything, what needs to go. The energy that is present right now, so you, it's so much, it just wants us the best for us. And it's hard energy. It can be stressful energy and it can be emotional and a little hurtful, but it's doing what is best for you. Um, Jessica Alexandria from Bahati Life always says this, use, let the planets work for you and not against you. So knowing that right now we've got everything going on with Saturn and then we've got this lunar eclipse, you know that everything's all about releasing the old in with the new, making new patterns and habits and changing things up. So right now, since you know that, you know that right now is not a good time for you to do certain things. Like right now is not a good time to try to do a love spell. Don't do a love spell right now. I really don't think you should do a love spell anytime, honestly. But think about what a love spell is. You're trying to gain someone's affection. Right now is not really a good time to be trying to gain anything. Right now, don't be trying to do your money spells and stuff because they might get a little wacky. I'm not saying they won't work. That's all about your intentions and stuff. But if you're going to be trying to harness the energy that's just already present in the world... I would say right now is a better time just to relax, rest, release, recharge. Think about what you can do to better your life in the future. Make plans for the future, but not taking action. That's not the word either. But like I said, don't do things like don't plant new seeds today. Not a good day for that. Today's a good day to look through your garden and see what needs to be weeded out. Like, and I do mean that literally if you have a garden and metaphysically, (laughs) the garden of your soul. So on top of those astrological events we have this week, we have Mercury going into retrograde the 29th. Mercury is a big deal, but it's not as big of a deal as everybody always talks about. Like everyone fears Mercury retrograde so much. And yes, okay. It can be a little frustrating, but let's talk about what it really is because I feel like everybody's scared and they don't even know what they're talking about. They're just like, oh, I don't know why, but supposedly Mercury's retrograde and that's a bad thing. So let me tell you what Mercury, the planet Mercury is about first off. We're not even going to talk about it retrograde. Let's just talk about Mercury. So Mercury is the Roman god version. His equivalent would be Hermes in the Greek pantheon. If that helps anything, sometimes people don't know that they're the same. But um, So this is the messenger god. He can travel to the underworld and then back to Olympus. Um, he is all about communication and travel. So I have a patron um, that I believe is probably going to be listening to this. I will not say who it is. I'm not going to talk about their name or anything, but they were telling me that they really wanted to know the astrological events this week and our reading and everything because they're going on a road trip. And that is so much fun. Good for you. I'm a little jealous that you're getting to go on a road trip, but 
since Mercury is the god of travel and communication, so the planet also rules travel and communication, um, I would say I wouldn't necessarily plan a road trip during Mercury retrograde. But if I did, I would use that energy for me instead of against me. To use Mercury retrograde against you on a road trip, you would be going to the road trip just like, it's fine, just get in the car, and if we need something, we'll buy it on the way. And that is how I normally am, or at least that's how my husband normally is. I normally am the one that tries to pack everything just in case. I'm like, oh girl, I got a Q-tip in my purse just in case. Don't you worry, we'll get that little spot right there. Like, <laughs> like I have everything and the kitchen sink in my bag kind of thing. But I would say definitely if you're going on a trip during Mercury Retrograde, bring your phone charger, bring an extra phone charger in case your phone charger breaks, um, bring jumper cables in case your car has some issues because Mercury is all about travel, retrograde. It generally starts to mess with things like electronics because we use them to communicate with each other, our vehicles because we use them to travel to and from. Um, that's why we hear so many people complaining about Mercury retrograde because they don't realize, hey, I'm going on a trip this weekend, Mercury's in retrograde. I should go ahead and make sure to pack a ton of snacks in the car so everyone's comfortable and we got something. Even if we're driving and there's nowhere to eat, it won't matter because I'm going to have some snacks on me. You know what I'm saying? And like your car breaks down, you need jumper cables. Nobody seems to be able to stop and help you that has jumper cables. It's okay. You got them in your car. Like um, bring extra water, bring a jacket just in case you figure out that. I'm sorry if you hear that noise in the background. My dog just decided it was a brilliant idea to try to eat the cauliflower out of my garden. And she realized it was not tasting good. Anyways, sorry. <laughs> um, back to what I was saying. Um, so yes, it also can be a good time for like Facebook, Instagram, all those things to be glitching. Perhaps you, um, can't get your phone to work right, or it keeps turning on and off and stuff like that. I would expect these things during Mercury retrograde. I wouldn't find them that surprising. Um, but just be prepared for the fact that you might have some minor glitches and some little mess ups on your daily activities and things that you love to use so much because we are in a time period in our lives and culture and everything else where being on the phone and being on social media and all that stuff is pretty common and um also I just got this like random message bring extra masks on your trip this weekend you know who you are because like I don't know, but I just had this, like, idea of, like, or not idea, but I guess it's, like, a little vision, like, you going in somewhere and, like, them being, like, you have to wear your mask, and you be, like, oh, I thought I had one in my purse, oh, no, like, just just make sure you got some extras, or, like, maybe the person that's going to be with you doesn't have one, or something's going to happen, you're going to get, like, a coffee stain on it, or something really random, I don't know, something really random, just make sure you have extra masks. I don't know why you just, you need to. I don't know if you have to give one away or what, but something's going to happen. Like, just let's go ahead and make your trip super well planned out. Have every single thing you could possibly think of needing. Like, be that crazy Pinterest mom, you know what I'm saying? Um, <laughs> let's see. So, yeah, that's all that's really going on 
with the planets except for it's the full moon today so you know the full moon we normally do things like you think about things you're grateful for today because okay when it comes to setting magical intentions you want to be setting your intention on a new moon so that your intention you think of it like a seed you want to grow with the moon as the moon gets fuller and more complete so does your intention the seed is growing the flower is getting up the stalk and as the full moon is here it is bloomed and the flower is here and it's beautiful and you're so grateful for it so that's what our full moon kind of energy generally is it's also all about that divi divine feminine so creativity um the moon always is about the divine feminine though um, but it also can be a good time for clarity. And then today, you are probably going to be getting a lot of like mental breakthroughs and clarity going on right now because we had that eclipse this morning and it's the full moon. So it's just like, you know, a lot, you're going to be shedding light on things that need to change in your life, definitely. Um, today is generally, the full moon generally is a good time for divination because the moon is full so you have a better connection with that psychic energy. Um, a lot of people make moon water and a lot of people just make enough moon water to drink. I generally, <laughs> I generally make enough moon water to use in like my bath and um, in cooking and drinking and with my crystals I might give some to my plants or my animals all those things are acceptable you don't have to do any of those things but um, bath rituals I really like setting intentions and cleansing during the new moon and being really super grateful and also cleansing during the full moon because I do tarot readings and stuff I deal with a lot of people's energy um, so cleansing every two weeks, that's really not that, that's probably not even often enough. I clean, I clean because cleansing and cleaning are different and they need to go hand in hand. You cannot, please, 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 please don't cleanse, like spiritually cleanse, like burn sage or anything like that. Unless you clean up, there's just no point. Crack a window and clean up and then burn then burn your sage or I don't even burn sage. I generally burn rosemary or cedar, but that is totally up to you. Um, how you do your cleansing. It could be through sound cleansing or whatever. You're not cracking the window when you do your smudging and stuff so that the smoke doesn't suffocate you in your home. I mean, yes, <laughs> that is part of why, but no matter what kind of cleanse you are doing, you need to be letting that energy escape your home in some way. Because if you go through your home and you do a cleanse, like if it's through sound smudging even your bath like your ritual bath and things like that think about it you're letting all the negative energy soak off of you in the bathtub into the water and then you're pulling the plug and letting it go down the drain out of your house and away from you right so if you go through your home and you're trying to cleanse your energy and cleanse your home and you're smudging your home and you don't crack a window or anything all you're going to do is just upset that energy you're going to just stir it up and get it going and it's just going to be bouncing around and it's not going to have anywhere to go and you might even see 
some freaky situations happen where you're like, oh my gosh, my house is haunted. No, there's just a lot of energy bouncing around, negative and positive at that point. Because a lot of people also don't know this, but sage does not just cleanse negative energy. It is not biased to what energy it is cleansing. It cleanses all energy. So that's another reason why I don't use sage is because I always feel a little weird afterwards because it has stripped out not only all the bad vibes, but the good vibes too. And it has left basically a void and the void always just feels so odd. Um, I, I really don't like that. Um, rosemary, rosemary in general and witchcraft is an herb that can be used for pretty much anything. Like you can you can use it for a substitution of any herb. So when I smudge with rosemary, you know, I just know that my intentions, period, are the ones that are being used in that situation. Not all energy being stripped out. It's just the energy that I want stripped out. Um, but yes, enough of all that stuff. Besides what I've said on the full moon, you also should be like... Um, celebrating your growth, being grateful, making way for your intentions. That's what I mean by cleansing because how can your new blessings come to you if they ain't got nowhere to go? There's no space for their energy. They are not going to come. They're not going to be received. And if they are, they won't be received in their full capacity unless you have your energy, your space clean and cleansed so they have a place to come to. Um, and yeah, and so like celebrate your growth, note your progress. That's, those are the things you do on the full moon. But today for the full moon, I really would say, please just relax, recharge, and release. Release, release, release anything you think about that you're like, need to change that habit. Today is the day to set that intention that you're going to start changing those habits. Those are the only kind of intentions you need to be setting today. So, with all that being said, I'm going to put away my notes and let's focus on the tarot reading. So, different set of notes at this point. So, I've told you before, but the back of deck energy, the back of deck means the after I have shuffled the cards and dealt the deck, the card that is on the very back of the deck when I flip it over will give me the theme of the reading. Now, with that being said, your back of deck card when I give you the weekly predictions is basically just like a bonus because it's already a six card reading. The first card is the theme of the week. So you already have a theme card. So the back of deck is like a separate, like, hey, here's a bonus hint for you kind of thing. And a lot of the times it will just be another way to say the theme card, which is basically what happened this week. Um, so let's check that out real quick. Sorry, I got my notes here. Separate notes. <laughs> so the back of deck this week was the six of wands. The six of wands is all about victory and success. Um, if you look at the photo, it is a man on horseback and he's got a He's holding one of the wands and it's got the crown, or not the crown, and what is it called? The wreath at the top with the bow. It's like a symbol that he won the battle. That's why he's holding it. Um, 
The theme for the week, though, that came up was the Four of Wands. Now, this card, if you look at it, it's got a man and a woman. They've got, like, the flower crowns on. They have their hands up in the air. There's the four sticks looking like a little, um, the marriage archway type thing. That card is generally a symbol of happiness, romantic unions, happily ever afters, prosperity, etc. So... Let's talk about beginning of the week. I actually thought this was really funny. I'm going to share with you something that happened to one of our other patrons on here. But the beginning of the week, Seven of Cups reversed. So the Seven of Cups generally means when it's not reversed, it's it has like a man looking at seven different cups filled with a bunch of different options. And he looks like he has so many options before him. Like, what does he pick? So, when you look up what the reversal for that card means, it's going to tell you overwhelmed by choices and options. I already feel like that's what that card means when it's right side up. To me, when I see it reversed, it more so means you feel like you don't have any options. You've run out of options. You feel like you only have one path and you want more options. Um... But so you tell me how it resonated with you. I thought it was more funny that I was telling this to one of my other patrons and he was telling me about how he had two jars of um, avocado seeds propagating, propagating, I cannot seem to talk today. Um, It's just like blame it on Mercury almost being retrograde or the eclipse or something. Um, (laughs) But he had two glasses of water with the avocado seeds sitting in them, um, growing its roots and everything. And they were ready to be transplanted pretty much. And at the beginning of this week, when I was talking to him, he knocked them over on accident and spilt water everywhere and broke the seeds in the process. So he thought that that first read or the first card was more so telling him like, Hey, all this, You've worked hard to get these little plants growing. Aren't you proud? Oh, wait. They dumped out all over the floor. Sorry. There's your warning, though. It dumped. So, haha. Very funny. Spirit guides being sarcastic. I get it. Um, but for the beginning of week, the week, your um, self-care habits should be things like working on your throat chakra. This can be a good time or a good thing to do to heal your throat chakra is sing. Um, also make a meal, spend time with your friends. Maybe you want to do a little karaoke date (laughs) is a joke. I, but yeah, anyways, um, maybe you could, that would on a non-joking level that would probably do some serious throat chakra healing. If you got with your friends and went on a karaoke date, because then like you're expressing yourself in front of your friends, they're doing it too. You're building up that energy, like boom, boom, bam. Um, also you got dream journal. For the beginning of the week, are you getting enough rest? All that crazy energy, were you getting enough rest for it? So now let's talk about the middle of the week because that is more so where we are actually at. Um, The Knight of Swords. This is a lot of energy in the Knight of Swords. All night cards have a lot of energy because, you know, the knight is who actually goes out on the quest, who goes out on the mission and gets the work done. You know, the queen or the king might tell them what to do and be in charge. But that knight is going to be who goes out and actually does it. So knight energy is generally filled with a lot of action. But um, 
the Knight of Swords is a more so action-driven knight than others. If you look at him versus the Knight of Cups, which is the next card we're going to talk about, the Knight of Cups is just standing still. Like We still know that he is action-oriented, but he is in more so a place of rest than the Knight of Swords who is not going to stop. Um, the Knight of Swords is action-oriented. He's driven to success. He's fast-thinking. He's ambitious. He, she, whatever. <laughs> um, a lot of the times, Knight cards are actually people, not just... But yes, the Knight of Swords can be an actual person, or it could it could be more so how most of the cards are, where it's interpreting energy, actions, things that are going to happen. Um, but like the knights, the kings, the queens, things like that, they can be real people in your life. But I don't think that's how that is going to be this week. I think it's more so talking about how the energy was just so built up and now it has finally just been released and it's ready to go. Like that moon eclipse energy is doing its thing now because, um, the eclipse has happened. Anyways, for self-care, for the middle of the week, it says to build strength and write a gratitude list. And writing a gratitude list is one of my favorite things to do on the full moon. Like, every full moon, you gotta do that. I mean, you don't have to, but being grateful on the full moon is amazing. But writing things down has power. Not even just typing it. Like, physically writing it with your own handwriting there is power in the written word. And um, writing down your gratitude list is a beautiful thing to be doing. Even if you had a journal just for your gratitude lists, that would be so beautiful. Um, you know, cause then you could flip through it and be like, Oh, well last full moon, this is what I was grateful for. And look at how much my life has changed and grown since then. Now I'm grateful for these things. And next month I'm going to be grateful for a whole new set of things and these things. Um, so, and when you write your gratitude list, it doesn't have to be crazy things you're grateful for. It can be the simplest little things. I've told you this before too. It can be you're grateful that they had your favorite candy bar that they're always sold out of at the store and things like that. Um, so end of the week, um, we've got Knight of Cups. So we've still got a lot of energy going on by the end of the week, this whole Saturn and then we got the full moon eclipse and then we also have um Mercury going retrograde that's just a lot going on there's a lot of energy just out and about so yes but know that the knight of cups is all about that creative energy it's about imagination it can be a very romantic or charming energy or person or beauty and beautiful people and beautiful things. So, and it's, it's funny because the self-care is create art and connect with crystals, which also, you know, I feel like the end of the week and the midweek card are almost a little clumped together this week because connecting with crystals, you could cleanse your crystals today. I wouldn't be doing like much more than cleansing them in this moonlight but heck yeah cleanse them charge them let them be put them in some water with some salt set them out in the moon tonight let them chill like that and you get the cleanse and the charge at the same time i love doing that that's how i do it every week or not every week oh my goodness every month <laughs> um some people cleanse their crystals that much i'm i am not that girl 
Um, but yes, creating art. And then we've got that creative energy on the same card. I think this probably is telling us that like, so today we're going to release all those old limiting beliefs or self-doubts or things that aren't beneficial to us anymore. And then by tomorrow or the next day, the end of the week energy, we're going to be having all of this like room for new creative ideas and probably new business ideas too, because I really feel like this week has a lot to do with like career ideas. I, I, it's just got that energy of like career. Um, so here is where the blasted three of swords comes in. Three of swords is not a card I generally like very much at all. Honestly, I don't see tarot cards and think like, oh God. But when I see the three of swords, I kind of do feel that way. I get just as silly as all the people on the internet that see the tower card and have a meltdown. So it's okay. It's okay, guys. I know it's a little stressful to see that card. It's got the heart with three swords piercing into it. You know that that just cannot be a good thing. Um, but this card is generally all about heartbreak, heartache, emotional pains, sorrows, grief, hurt. Um, so I would say to prepare for this. And if you're the person going on a road trip this weekend... I would say go into your road trip knowing that you might get your feelings hurt at some point and maybe the other person isn't trying to be hurtful. It's just maybe their feelings are hurt a little bit about something too. Um, be like gentle with everybody this weekend, guys. Be gentle with yourself. Be gentle with others. Know that this is a general reading that is supposed to be for everybody with what the planets are doing and stuff. And it's just a lot of energy. And everybody might be a little emotional. Everybody might be a little upset. Go into the weekend knowing that so that you can be their little ray of sunshine. So that you can be a calm person. So you don't cuss nobody out. You can remember to empathize with them. That they, you know that they're just having a shitty day. They're having a shitty weekend. They're having a shitty week. Just let it go. Let them be a dick. Let whoever's being whatever kind of way, be that kind of way. Let them do their thing. They're going through some shit. You do you. Don't, don't stress out about their energy. It's not that time. Um, you got things going on with your energy too. I'm sure that they're like, what in the world? You know, even if they don't treat you with that same kind of respect, just remember that maybe they didn't have an awesome astrologer slash tarot reader slash witchy friend tell them, hey, this is what's up this weekend. So they don't know that everybody's emotional. It's not just them. They don't know it's just because the planets are being foxy. They think it's really their whole life going to shit. Okay. It's really okay. It's just the planets. I bet you by next week, we're all going to be feeling better. Um... So, on that note, for the weekend, your self-care said connect with fire. Probably need to do like a burning bowl ritual to continue to release whatever no longer serves you. I, you know, today you are probably going to be realizing what you need to release as you're resting and recharging for this eclipse energy. 
And as you realize over the rest of the weekend by this, or by the, over the rest of the weekend, over the rest of the week, by this weekend, go ahead and release it all the way. Do the rest of the release that you need to do to get rid of that energy that's no longer serving you. Um, Sundays, it says beauty ritual. I love doing my beauty ritual on Sunday. I have just made a habit of it. That way, you know, if you know every Sunday you're going to sit down and do a few things for you, first off, it makes it a little less sad because I always get the Sunday blues, or at least I used to always get the Sunday blues knowing that tomorrow's Monday and I'm going to have to go be a grown-up again kind of thing is never fun. We never want the weekend to end. And so if you have like this Sunday self-care day, I'm always going to do my ritual every Sunday kind of thing. It gives you something to look forward to. Um, So for me personally, if you would like to know my beauty ritual on Sunday, I like to make sure I go ahead and like take off my toenail polish and go ahead and change that out, do my fingernails. Um, I might like sit in the bath and do like a little weekly cleanse of my body. Um, You know, and all you really got to do to have a bath ritual to do these cleanses that I talk about in the bath is have some salt. It can be any salt. It can be table salt. It can be Epsom salt. It would be preferable if it's sea salt. But you know, any salt. It can be one of those bags of salt that are like the bath salts with essential oils and stuff. That's perfect too. Whatever you want, the salt is what's cleansing you. So that's the important part when it comes to a bath cleanse. But also um, speak your intentions onto the water. You know, tell them like, tell the water how beautiful you are and how amazing you feel. Don't use negative words though, because I've told you before and I don't want to get into it right now, but Look up Emoto's Theory of Water and you will understand why speaking positive affirmations and positive words onto your water works and why you shouldn't be telling your water negative things. Tell it all them happy things and let it bring you that happiness into your life, you know? Drink up the happiness. Drink up the good vibes. Um, Also... We were talking about my beauty ritual. But yeah, that's the kind of stuff I do. It's nothing big. Every Sunday, I do that. I know every Sunday I'm going to like get a chance to take my little bath at some point and hopefully do my nails and fingers and possibly put on a face mask. And it doesn't have to be much. Your self-care ritual also for Sundays, it can be things like sit down, take a few minutes to rest and watch a movie or something for you that you really want to do. Um something fun too also this weekend we have be still so meditate and contemplate rest and relax that goes with the rest of the week too you know we need that resting relaxing kind of energy because we got a lot of energy we don't need to put more of our energy on top of what the planets are already doing there's enough energy just relax this week there's enough going on um trust your intuition We also have, my goodness, how many times are my notes going to get all messed up? We also have nourish your temple. So are you eating right? Are you drinking enough water? If you are, what do you need to do to nourish your soul? It could be, you know, like I was saying, watching your favorite movie, dancing around, listening to a good song, singing, shouting, whatever it is you need to do to nourish your soul. 
I'm not talking about your mind, even though that is nice too, nourishing your mind, reading a good book, you know, expanding, but nourishing your soul more so. Um, and what are we going to learn this week? Three of Pentacles reversed. So the Three of Pentacles reversed is about disharmony. Sorry, my dog is fine. He's a little dramatic. I got too close to him. He was sleeping. He thought I was going to step on him. I don't know why why he would think that, but he did. Anyways, <laughs> um, what we learned this week was the Three of Pentacles reversed. So this is about disharmony, working alone, and being in need of help or being in need of like alignment. So we're learning this week that maybe our habits, our lifestyle, our ways of thinking need some changes. They need some reforms. We need to release some old patterns, some old thoughts, and make way for the new. And we're learning this week how we have been out of harmony with ourselves and out of our harmony with the universe. And we're learning how to work alone to fix it. Um... Because, yeah, because we've been in need of help and alignment. We didn't even realize we needed help or to be aligned. And now we know. Like, and this week you could be figuring out things about how to be a better wife, a better husband, a better friend. How to live your life better. How to be a better parent, a better dog owner. But you're going to be changing this week, not just around you. You're going to be realizing things about yourself that need to change. And you're going to change them and it's going to be for the better. It's just going to be a lot of energy at first and it's going to feel stressful because of that. Um, Later on this evening, I will be doing the reading for the actual lunar phase. Um, Lunar phase. I mean lunar cycle. So this actual... New or new moon. I'm so sorry, y'all. I'm getting all tongue-tied. This full moon cycle. Um, but I'm going to do that after the sun goes down. I prefer to do our full moon and new moon reading actually in that complete total full moon, new moon space. So I will probably turn off all the lights, light some candles, and just let the moon be the only light and do our reading in that nice spooky darkness. (laughs) Um, And I'll post it later this evening. It might be real late this evening. I don't know. But the full moon, technically, we can feel that energy for a good three days. So the average person can feel the full moon the day before, the day of, and the day after. For me and other people that are more so in tune with the planets and the universe... And then also, I feel like this is true for all the cancers I know. You can generally feel the full moon energy for a full week. Three days before the day of and three days after. Um, So, and that would be because cancer is ruled by the moon. That is your planet that rules you. So, um, and if you don't know what that means, let's make a different recording about it on another day. This one has gotten super long and lengthy. I hope you guys have a wonderful full moon, a wonderful rest of the week, and just take it easy and relax and let that shit go. Yep. Have a great one. Blessed be.